This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What did you guys get into last night? Oh, it was real hard to go on a bowling alley. I Let me bet. tell you. I can't. I mean, the patio at Tuttle's was packed. I bet. It was so nice out. But it was the last night of real bowling, Julia. We were in the basement. The MyTalk team was in last out of, la- you know, eight teams. and But the uh, the team ahead of us was only a half a point ahead. Okay. So, so there was an opportunity. There was an opportunity. We took it. We crawled out of the basement. Yours truly had a 159 the first game. Wow. I was just kind of feeling it. And anyway, we we are taking second to the last place, which if we were still having old-fashioned banquets uh, for many moons, the second to last place team always got crying towels. Oh, because first oh, place you get a lot more money back. Last place, everyone razzes you, but second to last, nobody cares. Here's your crying towel. I love that. That's crying a fun towel. little jab. I like it. Yeah, but they don't do that anymore. Oh. That was when the leagues had like you know twenty four, twenty eight teams, and everybody you know you had, had a lot money. of money for yeah, money, yeah, for trophies and stuff. But uh, all my ladies on my team are on the board, and everyone is getting. Cash money between ten and fifteen dollars for one of their scores they got this year. Oh, so. nice! And then next week is fun night, Julia, where nines are strikes, that is and fun. then it's over. And, and next week, over. I mean, last night's sunset, beautiful. We sat out on the I bet deck. it was beautiful. Oh my gosh! It was yeah. wasn't it like eighty nine degrees? I Did think you? it was crazy. It was crazy it was warm. Yeah, it was hot. High mid eighties yeah. for sure. And Seattle has checked in with us, and yes. they're like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be 82 there today. And I'm like, yes, yeah, we are having it. But we're going to get some some chili in the winter, but it's it's hard not to just want to be straight in summer right now. Oh, just, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, don't serious. worry. Spring is coming. I, so, But you can see why, um, you know, when you do go to a place where it is like every day is a warm temperature, it is there is something to like the routine of watching a sunset and being in it, a good mood? It, yeah, it really it does. <laughs> it's just you know I, they I'm go together. You, they really do. Casey and I met people every night in Hawaii at a at whatever sunset spot we'd walk to from our little place. It's just such a wonderful thing to experience. Yeah, and so you always meet people mm-hmm. because you're standing, and we've noticed we noticed a thing that a lot of times when you meet people. They say, like, Frank, I'm Frank from Honolulu. You told me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone so, says their first name, name and, where and then from. wherever they're from, you know, that was a that was a big island uh, thing mm-hmm. we noticed. But so but Casey didn't introduce himself as Casey from Minnesota. Well, Grant and I um, <laughs> last night were texting each other late and it's so funny because 
I think you text me first, Grant. I did. Um, Is this about succession? No, 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 no. First, he texts me that renovations, yes, the Jeremy Renner show is so good. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, OMG, I was just going to text you because I was because I finished the last episode of The Night Agent. Oh, Oh. yeah. Casey and I have like three more episodes. It's so great. That is a great show. And then I spy thriller. Spy thriller. Yes. Yes. And so it's like 1040 now. And I'm like, I'm I'm. And I said, my I'm, words are haunting you. And I'm getting ready about to succession. succumb to peer pressure. That's right. From my colleague, because Lori was outraged that A, I didn't know the spoiler on succession. I'm like, what are you reading? What are you watching? You're not doing your job because it's impossible <laughs> not to have had it spoiled. But I haven't taped any entertainment shows this week or That's anything because right. I had them off when I went to North Carolina and yeah, I haven't yeah, yeah. added them back into the fold because tennis started and that mm-hmm. takes up a lot of time. Right, I understand. And so I'm just like, <laughs> all right, I'm going to do it. And so I started to watch succession. number two. Mm-hmm. Oh. Number two. Yep. And and I think that show is crazy boring. It's horrible. I've decided. I and so then you have this theory. Just skip to the good one and call it a day. Just miss the first two. Just go right to episode three. Smart. And I was so because and I, we discovered that last year about Succession is that lost. It, it, well, what it is is that you can only take so much of yes. watching the one percent horribly privileged people exactly. do nothing, do nothing, and <laughs> exactly. behave badly. But do nothing, nothing and right. then they talk about, <laughs> and all they talk about is leveraging it to get a deal, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. And no one does anything. Right, right. It's, it's the, really. Shiv doesn't change her clothes ever. She's been wearing the same outfit since it started. That's true. I mean, no one, the Up first year, at least when the oldest son was into drugs and alcohol yeah. and a crazy life, at least we were on a ride. Well, Rupert Murdoch, according to this Vanity Fair um, story that's in the May issue, he is convinced because so many succession storylines could have been cut and pasted from only people in the family know. But there's no story. It's just like, let's it's, let's acquire another media conglomerate. And let's behave let's, horribly to each other and backstab each other and the way they and talk to Cancel the their, helicopter when you're on the path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I do think that, you know, calling it, and just watching that damn third yeah. episode was the way to go. So I find, so I'm like, Grant, don't tell Lori I watched it because I don't want to tell you until it's on the air. <laughs> so I'm like, yesterday you two days you harassed me that I I'm not doing my job. Well, I mean, I have feelings <laughs> about this episode that I've wanted to talk about. We yeah. would certainly give people spoiler alert, but if the other half of my radio thing is not oh. even up to date on this huge thing that I decided that the media outlets they consider spoiler alert. Only for 24 hours, hours, and then the spoilers start showing up in the headlines. That's They wait 24 hours, that's it. Yeah, that's about right. That's about right, because like the entertainment shows waited one day, and then the next day they led. Mm -hmm. Blankety blank, 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 you know, this happened, and you you couldn't shut off your TV fast enough. So anyway, that seems to be, if we ever have another zeitgeisty thing that has everybody talking at the water cooler know that 24 hours is what the media considers. Okay, you know, when I remember the last time you really pressured me for not being on the zeitgeist Mm -hmm. was that Carol and the Lion 
The tiger. tiger. Oh, oh. She was so tiger furious. King. Oh, God. I, I didn't watch any of it. I oh, thought gosh. You did And you're like, no. Oh. She's like, Julia, you, you're missing. You I'm missed. like, I have, I do not care about these whole dunk people in the middle of the Yeah, no, it was, it, that was. The a, timing of it was with the beauty of it all. She, and and like, we were all watching it at the same and I, time. Everybody. I had no yeah, interest. She's like, how can you not watch Tiger King? Everyone uh, is watching. Oh, you're yeah. missing the zeitgeist. Yes, and I'm yes. like, that's okay. That's okay. Well, listen, I want to just give a shout out because tonight is the only night um the only time when the public is going to be able to go in front of the parks and recreation commission meeting which is about summit avenue if you are for saving summit avenue and not having yeah not having this weird bike thing i mean they have this whole thing uh that they want to do that seems unnecessary but they're going to do it under the guise of the hundred year old sewers sure but if you're against this it's at palace community center on palace avenue in st paul you know where that is julia yes, I and, do, but for other people yeah it's um but where green is what the sos people are wearing okay and it's a citizen group that is trying to save the streetscape of Summit Avenue and keep the trees and not have to lose the number of and, trees. Yeah, and, and the to change. make a stupid another bike lane that they already have bike lanes. I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny when you just said that it, it just prompted me to think of something because we had a thousand year flood. A thousand-year dam that we had to repair on my my lake in Wisconsin. A thousand, a thousand year. And we were all assessed quite a bit of How money. How can it be a thousand? It was the thousand or the hundred. It was maybe yeah. the hundred year. Yeah, because Julia, right, fine, fine. It was back. When the Civil the War di- was like in eighteen sixty. You know. Okay, whatever. but it was the hundred-year dam thing, oh, and I'm okay. like, oh my god. You know, we all got obsessed this outrageous amount of money, and I'm like, of course. That's how the sinkhole happened in Minneapolis. It was the 100-year-old sewer that collapsed that was made of clay. Yeah. That, I mean, that? you know, there is there is something to be said for all of that. But anyway, it's at... Palace. This is, a, this is a, the one chance to demonstrate opposition to the city's off-road bike plan, which will decimate Summit Avenue of Trees. And waste millions of dollars when they just need to repave and repaint the bike lines. Please, please. And what? And what? <laughs> and plant some more trees yeah, while you're what, at it. What time is this? Oh, at? it's at 6.30 to 7 at the Palace Community Center in, in St. Paul. Paul. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for telling us Okay. That. Uh, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for Furniture Manor. Located two miles north of 694 on Carney Road, 81 in Osseo, which is right by the shops at Arbor Lake, if you want a reference point. It is such a phenomenal place to shop for furniture. And if you are... They don't make shops like this anymore. They don't, Lori. And it's... you. There's a, you know, a little bit of something for everybody, I think. But yet, um, everything is excellent taste. I mean, it's curated furniture that is wonderful. They also have local made and manufactured mattresses and um, bedroom sets. And um, we had people over last weekend and I bought not one, but two. I have two matching couches, you know. Beautiful couches. And they're like, these are so good looking and everything. I'm like, furniture man. I mean, it's a look that I wouldn't find other places. And when you shop there, everyone has a design background. They've got excellent pricing, a great odds, odds and ends room. And if you love it on the showroom floor, Take it with you or they'll ship it to you tomorrow. That's Furniture Man. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday. So, um, 
I know that I can speak for anyone who watched GMA this morning that people were delighted that Will Reeve was sitting down with Denzel Washington because Denzel, I mean, we haven't seen him for a while. He is a treasure. He's just a damn treasure. And um, he is talking about, because he's been very, he's talked about before how the Boys and Girls Club and going to one when he was growing up, you know, helped him and all of this stuff. And there's the 5,000th location of the Boys and Girls Club have have opened up. Oh, really? And okay. It's nice year, to know that that is growing. Oh, well, a year ago, Mackenzie Scott donated $281 million to the Boys and Girls Club, which was going to be divided between all of the ones, you know, basically it helped every single location. And... You know, since last March, she's given away nearly $8 billion and to 900 nonprofits since 2020. She showed the billionaires how to give away money. Is she Bezos or? Bezos is Bezos is yeah. okay. But no one has really followed her leads with these no strings, huge, life changing. Uh, money, you know, mm-hmm. where that are the organization is hustling year to year to make money. So, yep. like the breathing room that she's given all these things. So, I, Denzel, they don't get into talking about that, but he does sit down with um, Will Reeves, and it's just a great segment. So here we are. We're going to celebrate the Boys and Girls Club with Denzel and Will. Denzel Washington was a kid with potential and a dream, made reality in part by his time at the Boys Club of Mount Vernon. What's my name? You are Denzel. What were you back then when you first came through the club? I was that six-year-old kid that was nervous. What am I now? I'm still that six-year-old wide-eyed kid who's curious about life. I was being taught about grace, about winning with with grace and losing with grace and, and being a leader and all of these things. Washington has led for 30 years as the national spokesperson for the Boys and Girls Clubs of America. Ready? There you go. The icon taking a tour of the club's landmark 5,000th location in South Elgin, Illinois, and bringing GMA along. Why did you want to sing the song of the Boys and Girls Club? Why did you want to be the spokesperson? Because I got tired of acting. And this was something I didn't have to act. I could tell the God's honest truth about all my experiences. A proof of, of the excellence, of the need, fame didn't bring that to me. Accolades didn't bring that to me. I learned it right here and I've never forgotten it. Are you guys afraid of anything? No. When Denzel Washington talks about his experience at the Boys and Girls Club, it not only changed and transformed his life, it saved his life. And 54% of our alumni tell us that the club just didn't change their life, it saved their life. They wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that. Beyond Denzel, the Boys and Girls Club boasts many celebrations. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Braided alumni like Jennifer Lopez and Shaquille O'Neal. As an alum, spokesman, and mentor, Washington knows the club's reach and legacy. I'm going to be your best friend now. (laughs) Can you spell billionaire? I got a feeling. Your words chatting with these kids for a couple minutes might have changed their trajectory much in the way that you it did know. for you back then. You just never know who you touch. I met a kid in Toronto who came up and was fascinated because I was like this star and he wanted to talk to me and he, he couldn't believe that he met me. Well, 10 or 15 years later, he came up and he said, you don't remember when you met me. I said, no, his name is Drake. <laughs> and he said what I said to him, he never forgot. I have to tell you, Denzel, I think you're selfish. Because you say that the most selfish thing you can He's do back. is help other people. Amen. And by that metric, you're very greedy. <laughs> My man. Oh, I love the end. I know. My it's man. Just, just so, so good, you know, talking about being a club kid. And I didn't. I guess I've never heard him say that he was really he was sick of acting, I tired of acting. I mean, that was an interesting all thing the to hear accolades, him say. all the attention, all but of it. But he said, just, "I didn't have to yeah. try; I could just be." It's real. So he really did get burned out on I, acting, I guess. And, and it's interesting because he does have a new project with his son. Oh, okay. That he's working on, and it's uh, uh, um, Samuel L. Jackson, John David Washington, who's which is Daniel's son. Yeah, Ray Fisher. And more are going to do a, a show for Netflix called The Piano Lesson. Okay. Um, well, is that August Wilson, The Piano Lesson? I, I have no idea. Well, I have yeah, no idea. I'm sure that's if it what is. it is because Denzel did, uh, I mean, he did what? He did a he couple did the, of. Yes, of, of, of August Wilson. It I'm follows the life of a family. I don't. It's, yeah, it's, it's, well, it's, it's, it, it is. It's is the it? play, yeah. Yeah. There okay, is a you're movie, right, Lori. There's a movie from 1995 that was also done mm-hmm. prior to that, so this must be another... Oh, no, the piano lesson that's 1995 is different. That's with Holly Hunter. Ah, okay. That was something completely different, All I right. think. Yes. Yeah, it, okay. Yes. Yeah. And, the, yeah, he did Fences, Ma Rainey's Black yes. Bottom. Yeah, yes. these are, yeah, these are August Wilson plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. He's anyway, found a sweet spot. I, I, we love you, Denzel. It's just nice to see and him. And if people want to volunteer at the Boys and Girls Club mm-hmm. in Minnesota, yeah. um, you can just go to boysandgirls.org, and they've got a button yeah. right there to volunteer. Or, But I do remember when Mackenzie gave that money, and I just remember reading something from someone from a, a Boys and Girls Club location in maybe over in St. Paul and just like, this is so amazing because this is like takes care of us for like 15 years. Yeah. You know, it just like gives us sturdy footing and we don't have to worry about closing any locations and we can get new equipment and, you know, all this stuff. So can I you mean, imagine and, uh, to get that and not have to do huge fundraisers. And yeah. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of amazing. So anyway, I found it interesting too. Like you guys said, he kind of has said that he got sick of acting, but remember how we talked about how he was doing Broadway and Boz Lorman and he sent the video of Austin Butler yes, he did. Yes, and that's yeah. a play. And now he's doing a show about a play. Yeah. So maybe he's finding a niche. Well, he's been, he's like that. I mean, he's he is, been a champion yes. of August Wilson and uh, doing, doing, 
you know, Theodore. Okay. He's, he's done that. Cool, cool. We just think of him so much as movie star yeah. Denzel, you know. Well, yeah, that's me too. That's And Godfather thinking. Denzel. I think of him like, you know, trying, you know, settling everybody down after the Oscars. Well, and, and you heard him say that. I learned how to win gracefully and lose, lose gracefully. gracefully. And I reacted and right that. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, that was a kind of a nod, I think, back to Well, me. and there yeah. is something to be said about, you know, you that used to be something my dad would always say. You don't you don't get a win all the time. You're not always going to win. You got to learn how to be a good loser. You can't yeah. be... You can't have a tantrum and like my that was just like no, that was we were not having that in the household. Oh no, kidding. Yeah, no kidding. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes people, sometimes you know people won't. They're not like they don't they don't make a big deal about that. But that was like a, made a big deal. Yeah, that's good for your dad to do that. I, I mean, it's fifty fifty if parents do it, right? I would say so. You're right, Lori. You know, I yeah. don't know. Hey everyone, it's Lori and Julia here for Learning RX, which helps uh, people build stronger learning and thinking skills. So think of it as like you're doing a brain workout, much like we would do a workout, you know, at one-on-one at a gym or something. And it isn't just for students. Adults can boost their cognitive fitness as well. So if you've had something that has gone on that you could use some uh you know, building skills, learning arts can help you. And they've they've helped uh, you know, Ben Yukatak, football player, people that have had concussions. And the first step is uh, taking the cognitive skills assessment test, Woodcock Johnson test, and mention Lori and Julia for 50% off. And uh, they'll be able to, t- you know, pinpoint exactly what is going on and why whatever it is that's giving you trouble is giving you so much trouble. 952-949-6900. That's Learning RX with seven locations. We are delighted to have a friend of the show um, with us. Ryan McEnany is with us, and he has published an amazing field guide to outside style, design and plant your perfect outdoor space. And Ryan is COO, chief of everything at <laughs> Bailey Farms. Hi, Terry. Bailey <laughs> Nursery. Fifth generation. Yes. Fifth, so, that's kind of amazing, though, Ryan, that your family. families don't often get to fifth generation. It's very rare. It's like 0.3% make it to the fifth generation. Right. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But we have so many great family businesses here in the Twin Cities. Yeah, we do. We're part of uh, this program at the University of St. Thomas that's all family businesses, mm-hmm. and it's some that are first generation, and some like us that are fifth, fifth or sixth, right? or beyond, really? and we all... Just get together Are and learn really from each other. Are you really the chief of everything? Maybe in my own mind. <laughs> I know, like, and you, before we get to your book, Bailey's Nurseries, you guys have created, you know, the Endless Summer Hydrangea yep. you're famous for. What other products are, you know, you guys really talking Products, them? they're called... I know, plants. Well, now that it's, you know, like, feels like summer today, yes. we can finally start talking about flowers and shrubs yeah. and yes. trees, right? Yes. Yeah, so Endless Summer is what most people will know. It's the best-selling collection of hydrangea in the world. Mm-hmm. We're celebrating 20 years of Endless Summer Serious? next year, which seems Is the crazy flower to me. scientist still with you guys that came up with that? Uh, we have a whole breeding farm in Georgia. Okay, you that do. all they do is come up with new plants. Really? And so, yeah, we have a new one for Endless Summer actually this year that uh, just came out of that farm called Popstar Hydrangea. Oh. What does that one do? It is just a crazy flowering machine. So even for people that have had endless summer in the Twin Cities that maybe have struggled with it in the past, it's like I always compare it to a car. Like you might drive the same type of car as 20 years ago, but it's not the same car because Mm -hmm. the safety gets better and all that. So 
being able to not only survive Zone Four in Minnesota, but thrive, thrive it, it blooms like crazy. Oh, it, good. So really? It, it's a flower machine, and it only gets like eighteen to twenty-four inches. So it's great on a border, great in a uh, in a pot. So like, even are if you these, don't have a lot of space, when are we going to buy these? Yes, they're out. Well, probably not, not today. Yet. Not today. Uh, okay. But yeah, in the next couple of weeks, you'll start seeing them in the garden center. And it's pop, pop star. star. Pop star. Oh, did you name that? We have a whole committee that names. And it gets hard because there's so many plants. And like yeah. you don't want to have something that's too similar to something else. And then yes. you're like, do you want to be super descriptive or do you want to have fun? So Is that where most time. of the flower uh, and plant scientific stuff, is it? does it always... Is it always in the south because just of the growing? They have such a longer growing season okay, that, yeah. so that they can and then experiment you can a little bit more. Recreate the conditions. Yeah, so they Got find it. they. I at find our this farm whole there. thing fascinating. Yeah. No, a, it's crazy. I have a friend whose daughter is going to school to do exactly well, this kind they, of thing. Maybe they need to come work with us. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just uh, yeah. I know you don't think about that yeah, part of it's a lot of work. Like Pop Star, we had the initial seedling discovered in 2014, and it took us that long to test it and trial it at all of our sites across the country, universities that we yeah. partner with to make sure that it really is something different and unique. Right. Because we don't want to just put something out that like looks pretty in a pot. Sure. It's got to survive for the long term. And so it takes a long time. Yeah. Would Popstar be an annual or? It is a, a shrub. So it right. comes back so it every will. year. Okay. But, yep. but it's a smaller shrub. Yep. So you can use it in smaller areas than the bigger hydrangeas. Yeah. And even if you put it like in a deco pot, say you want something up on your patio right. or front step. You can keep it in that pot and it will come back still next year. Thank you. So for instead the idea. of having like annuals that, you know, you have to replace every year mm-hmm. or, you know, with our heat, sometimes they'll yeah. die out a little bit by August. Yes. This one's going to flower all the way through fall, protect it a little bit in the winter and it'll come back next year. Wow. That's I'm getting more these, bang for your I'm buck. I'm getting yeah. this immediately. All right. So <laughs> the reason why um, you wrote, you know, this amazing book and I, and I remember, I think I sent you a note very early in the morning because I read the entire thing one morning, the field guide to outside style. Design and plant your perfect outdoor space. And this is a lovely picture book with wonderful text. And it's made for the simpleton like me who just doesn't want to be overwhelmed with planning and doing everything. So give everyone kind of the setup because it's a unique approach. Well, and it is. It's a beautiful book. And Tracy Walsh, who's a wonderful photographer here in the Twin Cities, shot most of the book. And it's really, it's been a lot of fun to page through it and see it. But it is, is that a year project? A year and a half? Oh, this, it, I, yeah, it, over two years. It is over it two is. years. No, I, I believe it. I mean, but I just <laughs> wanted to get a sense because of all the photos yeah. and stuff in this type of book, it is more it time consuming. Time. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, I really, when I started writing it, which I never really sought out to write a book, it just kind <laughs> of happened because, you know, you know me, I can't say no. <laughs> I haven't done yet this yet. Okay. Um, so I intentionally started writing it for like me 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So when I came back to the nursery, when I didn't really have a lot of history in it, what would I have needed then to, cause it can be really intimidating. Even if you're just doing a little small part of your yard and not doing a total renovation, like my husband and I are doing, okay. because again, I don't say no very right. much. Um, like what, where would you start and how can you break down some of that scary barrier, especially when you start thinking about shrubs and trees, mm-hmm. it's a little bit more of an investment. It takes a little bit longer And so just having some fun with it and like thinking about soil and sun that like aren't the sexiest of topics. Right. Throw in some mimosas and some snacks and you're good. I mean, it's how is it broken down in the story? Tell everyone. Yeah. So I break it down into like dates at home or dates in the neighborhood. And so you start off and doing like coffee talk, whether it's your neighborhood or someone Mm -hmm. else's and. 
you start looking at what other people have in their yard, what you like, what you really don't like. Mm-hmm. So you start to like get that perse- perspective. Then you go to brunch and you do soil, and that's not very exciting. Yeah, like right. you put a cup of soil <laughs> right. in the thing. So I say have all your friends come over and have everyone bring a cup, do a soil test, and then just have mimosas. Yeah. And so you start to discover what your space offers you, like what can it handle before you start thinking about what you want to put into it. And then you go through happy hour and you get to dinner and dinner's the really scary part, especially for me, because I'm really good at spending money. Yeah. Not very good at budgeting. Okay. So, you know, go from happy hour and then like maybe have another glass of wine at dinner <laughs> so you can talk about money. So you can put sort of those guardrails up around what are you actually trying to do and what can you do? Yeah. What do you want to put into it? And how much work do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Because also if you're like, I want to have something that I put in, it looks good and I do a couple things a year. Right. Like you don't want to put in annuals and perennials and shrubs and edibles and so Mm -hmm. starting to get an understanding of what you should be doing and you even give people the a blueprint so people don't have to do every you know you get out of their own garden plan and and i think what i what i really enjoyed about it because i don't like Lori's much more of a gardener than i am and i i'm not but you tell me what's going to work in my area full sun part sun but but really, it's fun, and I like learning about the textures and the colors and the expectations of the garden, you know, and you don't feel overwhelmed. I literally read, and this is a wordy book. <laughs> I read the whole 40, thing. 40,000, let me tell you. I, it is so, and there's great pictures. Yeah, and the it pictures just, are phenomenal, and it kind of does give you an idea, because I think it was last Sunday in the Star Tribune, they had the woman she and her husband have a house over by lake harriet mm-hmm. it was like you had the master garden yeah it's a beautiful <laughs> beautiful garden but one of the things in her story was you know she likes height she's height aware mm-hmm. with her play and okay. it, that does make all the difference in yeah. the world for looking beautiful beautiful in your yeah. yard or some high some low yeah. some yeah. medium but i mean sometimes i just see that and i'm like oh like, <laughs> yeah why, i didn't bring my how high is this gonna get yeah well and that's that's so part of it too because a lot of times we'll just go to a garden center if it looks really pretty i'm just gonna buy it and go throw it in but it might get six feet tall Mm -hmm. but it might take six years to get there too and so having that understanding of what you're putting in and what you're trying to accomplish is so important and it and you make it just fun you make it seem like it's not going to be work that it's just going to be fun to figure it's outside style julia i love decorating outside i really it is That's all that it is, right? It's that extension of the interior of her house. And Mm -hmm. what do you want people to experience? And I talk about in in that guardrail section, it's not just about budget and money, but when are you going to be out there? And when are you going to experience it? And like, if you're at the cabin all summer, don't plant a garden that's going to bloom all summer long because number one, you're going to miss it. Number two, there's no one there to maintain it. And then right. you're going to come home and be like, oh, crap. Yeah, it's overgrown. Yeah. And then you're going to get frustrated and then you just want to rip it all out. Oh, so plant for when you're going to enjoy it. Right. I, I absolutely love it. And where can people buy this fantastic field guide to outside style? Well, you can get it at like Majors and Quinn in Minneapolis, which is such a great local yes, bookstore. Kowalski's has it. Barnes and Noble has it. You can get it online at Target, Amazon. Wow. Right. Um, and you're everywhere. He's, every, he's been. He's been okay. So what? Is, you're what are, known in your business. That you, I mean, your name and you, yeah, you have credibility. I'm, you I know what you're doing. Have and talking been about. very, very fortunate yeah. to, especially coming up through the business, be able to travel around and yeah. chat with people. And I mean, what was the first Latin flower name that oh, you could it. successfully oh, really? pronounce? Oh, gosh. So no. it's been. My husband is not a plant person. Okay, okay. and the first one that he could ever 
remember, and still to this day, it's his favorite plant. It's called Physocarpus. Mm. Physocarpus opulifolius. It's uh, <laughs> called nine bark. We have a lot of them planted yeah. all over. And so now he not only knows the name, but can yeah. say The Latin it. names are so beautiful. The Latin <laughs> it, flower names are funny? so beautiful. But I, how you pronounce them? <laughs> what has, and Brian, what has the feedback been for people who have gotten the book? It's been so fun. I've been out and about talking a lot. I'm going to be at Bachman's tonight for a couple of hours. Which signing book, um, Lindale. Oh, the book. And so one. I get to go out and hang out and talk to people. And it's been fun because a lot of people got the gift as a, or got the book as a Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. And I was giving a talk at the Arboretum. And within the book, I break out. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The actual design section into like three archetypes. You're a Kelly, you're a Tommy, or you're a Martha. Mm-hmm. You can guess who the Martha is named mm-hmm. after. Yes. And she was like, I am totally a Martha, but my neighbor is totally a Tommy. And so creating these little communities of oh. people that know like how they design, but then how other people might. And for them, because they have very disparate design styles, mm-hmm. understanding their neighbor and so they don't get frustrated when maybe something it looks a little overgrown. Now they understand why. Sure. So it's been fun. I It's so much fun. So I think what a great Mother's Day gift, people. For sure. What a great gift. But it's something you would keep around, too. I mean, it's not a one and done. It's something that I'll refer back to because you have so many practical things in there and all the Latin names of the plants. Yeah, and they grow in our tons. zone. And there's tons of different plants in there. And even though, you know, I wrote the book sort of intentionally for a new gardener or someone yeah. that's not a not a gardener mm-hmm. and wouldn't consider themselves, even if you're a master gardener, you still find some like fun tips and tricks in there mm-hmm. and new and unique plants. So yeah, it's a lot of fun to keep I, around. I love it. All right, you're gonna stay with us, right? I'll, I'll be here. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Ryan McEnany. We'll be back. All right, hey everybody, it's Lori and Julia here for Chan Hessen Dinner Theaters, and we absolutely love Chan. And it's such a great environment to create memories with your family, your friends, your loved ones. If you have an anniversary, a reunion, something coming up fun, a big Mother's night. Day coming Mother's up. Day, the prom. We love the prom. We were so taken with the play, The Prom. It's clever, uplifting, and relevant in a strong anti-bullying love is love message. And it just makes you happy and it's fun. Yeah, the musical numbers, the costuming. It was just really uh, instant, instant classic. So that show ends uh, d- uh, June 10th. So get your tickets uh, now. And also the concert series is fantastic at the Chan coming up. The Disco Kings, Mick Sterling's Vintage Vegas Show. Steve Winwood. The Carpenters and more. And don't forget Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret every Friday and Saturday. For tickets, visit ChanHassonDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, Ryan, in his other 
career, <laughs> successful career he had, you were you you were in PR. Uh, in LA? I was. I was a celebrity publicist. Yes. Another lifetime ago. Yes. And we met you on the red carpet because I met your at mom and dad Awards, yes. at the SAG Awards, and you introduced us to the Glee folks. I was just telling this story the other day. Someone asked how I met you, and I couldn't remember if I was walking Joan Allen at first or Tom Ford. I was walking one of them, and we had never met in person. And when I moved away, my talk didn't exist yet, so I had mm. no idea the right, context. Right. And all of a sudden, I heard Julia screaming my name. <laughs> Brian! Brian! And it, Joan Allen we met, and also... Tom Ford. Tom, yep, Tom Ford. Yep. And then the... He was the, so handsome in person, oh, we just beyond. almost fainted. Beyond. He is he, a just like dreamy oozes man. Sex. Yeah, yeah. Oozes yeah. sex. Did you... And then you moved back here nine years ago after being with PMK and yep. doing all that... And it was the right move. It was. I mean, a good Midwestern boy always yeah. comes home, right? Doesn't but I happen? lived my early 20s living in West Hollywood. Yeah. And I had amazing clients and got, to, like, Glee. I got to, I repped Ryan Murphy and so got to launch Glee and work on that for a few seasons. And, like, what a cool experience to then come back to, like, yes, reality. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no world. kidding. Did you ever know Jim Toth? Of course. Oh, Yes, because yeah, we I, on the PR side, we partnered really closely with all the agencies and right. the management team. So, yeah, we was he a we good, had some okay, shared clients. Let guy? me riddle you this. <laughs> was he a good guy? Yeah, he was a good okay. guy. Okay, let me riddle you this, Ryan, because Jim, Reese Witherspoon's ex-husband. Yes, that's right. That's who Jim Toth is. So yesterday, The Hollywood Reporter had a very interesting, very long, very detailed piece about Brad Pitt and the Katrina Make It Right Foundation. Mm-hmm. And the houses that they uh, Let me do okay. a refresher, oh, okay. Okay. okay? So yeah. after Hurricane K- Katrina, Brad put on his superhero cape, flew into New Orleans, promised to build sustainable homes for families who'd been displaced in the Ninth Ward. But the homes were par- poorly designed. I w- was in New Orleans like, Three years ago, and you actually, they point out the make it right houses. <laughs> These are the Brad Pitt yeah. houses that are falling down. And, um, but anyway, so the homeowners sued Brad and the Make It Right Foundation because he got money and to with, for the construction. And anyway, and the homeowners, it's been 20 years since Katrina. So last fall and he's been dipping and dodging it and i know that hollywood does not want to tarnish the glow of brad pitt but this is so ugly this now the global green came forward and cooperated with the hollywood reporter and said that the settlement that was announced last fall that they never had the money Hmm. that the hope was that they could fundraise off of brad pitt's name to get the money now 20 million is what the judge ordered oh my these Homes, however many there are. Yeah. Now, Brad Pitt could write a $20 million check tomorrow. Yeah. This is a scathing story. Now, I'll be interested to see if Entertainment Tonight or Extra or Access Hollywood, anyone talks about it, but it was the cover and it's kind of a, it's more of a mess now. And now Global Green is saying that the fact that they can't fundraise off of Brad Pitt's name because really underneath it all, people don't want to support him because when the FBI report came out about his behavior last year, last oh. last fall, about how traumatic it was on the plane yeah. for Angie and the kids. Right. It doesn't matter. Trauma right. is trauma, Julia. Do not excuse him, your little... Anyway, no one wants to... <laughs> well, three, two, one, what do they do with this story? Because now this looks 
really bad. It's been 20 years of these people trying. They can't do anything with their homes. They have to get the money. They have mold and... Terrible, right? Right. What would you do? All right, so PR Distance, hide. He's already got so much going on. Try and keep it as far away. And I mean, he's got a powerful team. So they can kill stories. Yeah. So I think you let it run through its cycle. If I were his publicist, yeah, okay. I'm not saying it's that's the right thing want. to do. That's okay. what I, that's All what right, I tell want. Tell us what you would but do. I would hide it from him, kill stories, and then it would go away. Mm-hmm. Or shift the narrative and work behind the scenes to get them to shift the narrative and, and push the blame somewhere else. Isn't that kind of gross? It, that so, is that gross seems gross saying it out loud. It was but... so quick to think that way. But that is... That's what happens. This is what happens yep. in, in a lot of things. And so... Um, but it's, Brad is at the center yeah. of this. And, and they were quick to jump on it. His team last year, that they were so happy. And all the, all these good stories. They never even checked with Global Green the, the money. I mean, when you read this Hollywood Reporter story, it's it's kind of obscene. because well, And he's had just like a tough time in general with Plan B and his production company. Yep. And yeah, it's Babylon rough. was a disaster. Bust. Yeah. Silver Is that bullet. why we keep getting the girlfriend stories? Like when Babylon was coming out, that's yeah. why we got all the girlfriend yeah, stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everything. So when we get these, I mean, distraction, di- mm-hmm. divert, divert. It's mm-hmm. very change intentional. The change the narrative all the time. What would you do if you were Olivia Wilde right now? Oh, my gosh. Well, it's too late. Love Just let him have advised her let a long answer. time ago. What would you do right now? <laughs> I would do kind of like the Taylor Swift experience where you just kind of disappear for a while because then you can come back and rewrite your own narrative. Mm-hmm. And it was such a hot mess this last year. With was that Harry. hard for you oh, to watch? That was like we couldn't believe what pain. it was painful. It was how painful. bad it was. Painful. Right. And like being in that experience, there's only so much control you have over your clients, too. Do you think but, that her publicist was beating his or her head against uh, the wall? Against just the brick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like any hard surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It totally painful. And you have those situations and there's sometimes too where a publicist will terminate terminate the relationship because they just can't. And like then it affects the their reputation. Won't take advice. And then other clients start seeing that and like, oh, you're losing control of this and do you have the control over media that you used to? And right. like it's also such a different game now from when like Pat Kingsley was doing this sure. with Tom Cruise twenty years ago, mm-hmm. where that control isn't like what really or drives Liz, a good Rosenberg and Madonna. Liz, yes. Uh, but mm-hmm. you still have to be able to to weave that story through. And if you can't do it, and whether it's your fault or not, yeah. other clients will see it or prospective clients. Sure. It's all a business. So you, so your client is going um, off the rails. You're trying to control it and you're trying to decide, how do I get out? How do I save face? Or even in the or, thing like Ariana from uh, Vanderpump. I mean, her <laughs> agent all of a sudden negotiating Dancing with the yep. Star. I mean, yep. the offers are coming so, in from the scandal. Opportunities. Well, and for someone like that that maybe needs the opportunity is so different from someone like Brad. Right. Where like they don't want any of that publicity. They right. want to pull him back. So again, going back to that returning to the scene and mm. recrafting a new narrative yeah. that break gives you that opportunity to do it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. And you could be a consultant on You went to St. Thomas College, yeah. right? Yeah, I right. did. Yeah. Right. And did you get hired at PMK right away out of college? I actually interned there during school. I interned for a month. Okay. And then the some uh, an assistant quit on a Friday and they said, hey, will you come work for Simon starting on Monday? He was present at that time and I came back to finish school and the guy hired to replace me on his desk, got promoted and called and said, are you done with school yet? Want to come back? And see, he was CEO at that point. And oh, so yeah. it you was landed a, feet first right in the fire. Yeah. So I had 
Glee. I did the Sex and the City movies with Sarah Jessica oh. and um, and the creator is who I represented, Michael Patrick King. Yes. Like right away when I started. So mm-hmm. it was how much it fun. Was a, it was a very festive uh, early 20s. Would you yeah. want to be in the PR game, though, with now with the, all the social media and everything else now? Do you think yeah. it would just be so much harder? It, it's so different because even then, I mean, it was 2008, 2009 right. when I started out there and it is Totally, totally changed. And I don't know. I think it would be really, really tough. I think it would be really hard now. I believe it. Oh, my gosh. All right. We love you. All right. Back to your book. that We didn't talk about it all this segment. Field Guide to Outside Style. Design and Plant Your Own Perfect Outdoor Space by Ryan McEnany. Ryan. Thank you. Don't be a stranger and come back more often. Thank you so much. It was much. so great I think to you, see I you. think you have to invite him, Drew. That's the only thing. <laughs> oh, no. He's, that's you know, key. you're always welcome. Okay. He knows that. He knows that. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.